You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Angelica. I'm your host. And joining me as always is my lovely co-host, Ryan. Say hey, Ryan. Hello. All right, guys. And today we are covering Power Episode 7. Ugh, my voice. 7. <laughs> Titled Like <laughs> Father, Like Son. Um, oh, and- yeah, it was. Yeah, that was an appropriate title, um, because Tariq officially has no soul. Uh, <laughs> so we'll we'll go much like his father. Like how we skipped way to ten. I get you. I get you. I like how we skipped out the way to ten on him. I mean, actually, I think Tariq might be worse than Ghost. Um, oh I, man! Yeah, because I feel like Ghost had to survive to get where you know Ghost got into oh, the drugs. True, that's true. Yeah, if you look at it, yeah, from that angle, yeah, that's yeah. true. I oh, can, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. yeah, Ghost got into drugs to survive. Tariq got into drugs because he wanted to. <laughs> like yeah. he thought, in some in somewhere way in his mind, he's trying to find that revenge angle, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think you're ever gonna get that, but you know. Yeah, it's like a like a big F you to his parents. Right. And I'm like, I think you're gonna mess up your own life in the process, but that's just me. Yeah, knock yourself out, kid. So Definitely fitting title. Uh, this episode didn't really have as much going on. It was basically very expository, if that's how I say the word. I'm sorry, my brain is gone. Um, much like BG. Yep, yep, you're right. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you get that much oh, like. Oh, man. <laughs> that just slipped right past me. No, you didn't throw that in at the beginning. Uh-uh. I did. I did. Um, we'll get to the details of that later. Uh, uh, BG. <laughs> oh, BG. Um, but yeah, Tariq, th- that kid, he's something else. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one though. Like, I mean, yeah, like you're right, it didn't have a lot. You know, it wasn't one of was those like jam-packed action, you know, sequences. But well, actually, I like one particular line because I'm Team Tasha, but I I I just I don't know. I just thought it was something different about it than the rest of the episodes they've been having so far. Yeah, it was kind of almost like a filler, or just they're just trying to get to the next two episodes, which are essentially uh, the penultimate episode and then the mid season finale, which definitely yeah. is full force. Um, so this and had, half the cast probably gonna end up gone. Yeah, so this one <laughs> it didn't really pick up until like the last ten minutes. Honestly, um, it was a pretty slow episode, but you know they had to set up their pieces, so I was mm-hmm. okay with it. So let's get into it. So oh, yeah. this first power bite, I'm gonna call wake up call. Yeah, was it? Boy, imagine that being your wake up call. (laughs) Quite an alarm, I must say. Um, So, Ghost (laughs) wakes up Tariq with a gun straight to his face. (laughs) And I can't say that I'm mad at it. I mean, I feel like Tariq had this coming for a long time. Yeah. Uh, I would have been, honestly, if I were Ghost, I would have pistol whipped him, but that's just me. The oranges wasn't enough, huh? You want to add a little bit more to it? Nah, I probably would have beat him over the head with that thing. One good time, just to just to <laughs> set him straight. Um, and you know, Ghost is fed up. He's had it with Tariq. He calls him all types of names. He's like, "You're not my son. You stop being my son when you let Tommy in the penthouse to kill me." And Tariq is like, "Whoa, whoa, you're acting just like Kanan." And he was, you know, because Kanan killed Sean. And Ghost is like, okay, that's fine. You know why Sean was killed? Because he was disloyal. And the only reason that I'm not killing you right now is because you're my son. Because I've killed people for less. And I thought that was like a recurring line in this episode. I've killed people for less. 
because Tariq is a perpetual line crosser. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And at this point, he's basically at the end of his rope. Like, Ghost is at the end of his rope with this little boy. He doesn't know what to do. So he's going to basically scare him straight. Like, that's that's what he can do. Um, so at this point, they're, I can't tell if they're either in a hotel, like Ghost Hotel, or if they're at Tasha's place, because I've never seen it inside of Tariq's room. Um, but he tells Tariq to, like, get dressed. They're going for a ride. And so they end up at the penthouse for the first time, at least for Tariq. And he's able to see the damage. Like, Tommy wasn't playing. He lit up that entire penthouse. And Tariq is like, is that what Uncle Tommy did? Boy, put your <laughs> ass down somewhere. Yeah, I like the way he had a, I like the way that gangster to gangster moment kind of had him in check for like a little bit. Like give him like, like, you know, five seconds. Exactly. If he was like a little bit scared straight. Exactly. Um, And Ghost is like, yeah, this is what he did. And so they go into Raina's room because <laughs> Tariq has to get something. <laughs> and Tommy's like, or not Tommy, Ghost is just like, I know you weren't holding your drug money in your sister's room. I mean, like, is he really surprised though at this point? I mean, come on. I don't, nothing surprises me with this kid. Um, right. And he was just like, I knew you wouldn't look, Dad. And Ghost is like, you know, Raina had nothing to hide. And Tariq was like, well, <laughs> maybe just didn't know where to look. So, I mean, <laughs> Raina was a teenage girl. Of course she had things yeah. to hide. She probably had a diary or somewhere, you know. And being that she was so close to her twin, of course Tariq knew her hiding spots. So he goes into the closet, into her hiding spots, gets the money. And guess what? Goes Jackson. <laughs> that was hilarious to me. I was like, dang. So he got woken with a gun, got his money, Jack. You know, he full-time gangster now. Yeah, I mean, he's getting the, the true doughboy treatment. He's like, yo, ghost, I work hard for that money. He was like, man, doughboy gets get get robbed every day, B. Like, welcome, <laughs> welcome to my world. And he tells him, like, don't you ever call me ghost ever in your life. That's the least you can do for me. I'm your father. It's basically what he's saying. And he tells him, like, you know what? I own you now, all right? I don't ever want to hear about you talking to Tommy ever again. And if I find out that you were talking to Tommy, I'm going to let him know that you stole the money, or not the money, but you stole the product from his warehouse. Because earlier in the episode when he had that gun in his face, Tariq admitted, admitted to basically stealing Tommy's product. So now, Ghost has one over on him. So he's just like, you're going to have to deal with me and Tommy if you cross me again. That's pretty scary. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I might have to take me an extended vacation or something. Yeah. So, I mean, shoot. I agree. I agree with you. Um, So they actually leave the apartment and he's, you know, Ghost is back at Tasha's spot and he's telling her about his plans. You know, Tasha, this is when I think the whole thing fell apart, really, to me. Yeah. Because I was like, why are they so loud? They know this little boy like eavesdrop around every corner. I think it was like a hushed, a hushed, heated conversation. I don't know. It's TV. You know, you could be in the next room <laughs> and supposedly the person can't hear you. So um, Tasha and Ghost are basically arguing. Tasha is upset that Ghost pulled a gun on his son, on, on her son. She's like, what? Like, I mean, she always upset. Well, we need Tariq to learn a lesson real quick. Yeah, she's a whole enabler. Like, you, you're you one of the reasons why your son is the way he is now. Because you base, you constantly coddle him. Like, nothing's ever his fault. Um, yeah. So Ghost is like, no, I'm basically scaring him straight. He respects me now. And Tasha's like, no, he doesn't respect you. He hates you now. And Ghost is like, look, I had to do what I have to do to get my son on the right track. You know, one day he'll learn to love me. It's not today. And I'm okay with that. And, uh, you know, at, to your point, uh, Tariq hold the whole exchange. <laughs> so <laughs> so he's like, oh, so now I can go back to playing gangster. Yeah, but now that they want to play games. Okay, I can play games. So um, after they have their little heated argument, they, you know, leave the room and, and Tariq is nowhere to be found. So no surprise there. And yep. um, we learned that he ended up at Tommy's place. But instead of talking to Tommy, he ends up seeing Keisha. And Keisha, she's not a fan of Tariq right now. She, <laughs> she's like, look, little boy, why are you at my house? I don't want no problems. Get out. You know, and and at that yeah. <laughs> and at that point, that she had a gun that was gifted to her by Tommy. So she's like holding this gun, scary as ever. And she tells Tariq, like, you, you're out here trying to be this this boy that you're not, this gangster that you're not, because 
Tariq was like, well, I need to talk to Tommy because Ghost pulled a gun on me. And she's like, you're somebody that you're not. And he's like, oh, yeah, like you holding that piece? So clearly, <laughs> clearly they're both playing a role here. The Black Girl Nerds podcast will return in just a moment. How are you taking care of your mental health and wellness? Is going to a licensed professional and therapist in their office sometimes a daunting process? Well, look no further. You can get online counseling through the privacy of your own home, on your computer or your smartphone, through BetterHelp. BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling that's done securely online. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And guess what? Financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Feel free to do your research. Visit their website. Read their testimonials. They're posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash BGN. That's better H-E-L-P. And join over 500,000 people that are taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Here at Black Girl Nerds, we are offering you 10% off of your first month. Simply go to betterhelp.com forward slash BGM and you can get 10% off your first month. Take care of yourself today with BetterHelp. Yeah, yeah. Keisha was all like high alert. Like she, I needed her to like calm down. Like she getting very spastic to me. Like I'm like calm yeah, down. She's. I mean, as we've been saying this entire season, she is not built for this life. She needs to quit while she's ahead. But Keisha, I mean, can I say this? Mm-hmm. Can I say that she's like? I'm gonna say it. she's dickmatized. She ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the definition that everybody's picking yeah. up. You know, you might not say it, but everybody's thinking in their head. That's pretty much she's, what it is. She's hooked on Tommy because I don't understand. I don't understand her. I'm like she's constantly like she's panicking in panic mode. You got a son, but she like, oh no, I'm be about this ride or die life. I can handle this. I can't. <laughs> you could try right right i'm like you over here you know Tariq. now Tariq always need a good cussing out and door slammed to his right. face but she was to me she was doing a little extra in this moment yeah, i mean she had a point she was you know she wasn't batting an eye at the fact that ghost pulled a gun on him she was like you needed your ass whooped a long time ago <laughs> you know right, what I'm right. saying? but <sighs> Tariq is Tariq and Keisha's Keisha neither one of them are built for this lifestyle as much as they want to try <laughs> I mean Tariq is a little smoother than than Keisha yeah, but yeah. The, that's what I need Keisha to be I need her to be smooth I, we all know she's not built for that's what I that's what I the word I was looking for I need her to be a little bit smoother right, about exactly. it I mean and Ghost pointed it out with Tariq like keep thinking you're smarter than me and you're not so Tariq I think with age and with experience he will get better at this game yeah he'll be scary not, Mm, Keisha is not <laughs> she's not going to have that opportunity because she's already an adult yeah. <laughs> and she yeah, she's already got that adult so, thing you know so about mm. that but <laughs> so basically he gets a door slammed in his face Tariq starts to head out and guess who c- catches him outside of Tommy's building his what? mama She's like, boy, I knew this is where you were going to end up getting the car. And he's just like, oh, mom, come on. I was only I was only trying to say goodbye. And she's like, yeah, OK, why don't you tell your father that? Um, so she takes him home and we'll learn more about that later as far as him confessing the ghost. Yeah. Um, but in the meantime, Tariq actually met up with Dre. Cause you know he don't have isn't right. He doesn't have any money. He doesn't have any product. So he's kind of pulling pulling at straws at this point. He's trying to you know come up with something to be able to move this weight. And I just don't understand where this this hustle is coming from. Like you have two drug lords telling you to stop doing this, and you continue to push for it. And it's like there's really no need for it at this point. You have everything you. I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand where where this is coming from. Yeah, he's he's just determined to be a thug. I never seen nobody. And then the fact that he could go, like you said, he has the option of going to school. Mm-hmm. You know, his parents are paying for that. You got kicked out. It's like, shouldn't you be focused on where am I going? Where am I finishing my education at? Instead of like, oh, I need I need to get some more product. Yeah, his his priorities are definitely all messed up. Um, so he meets with Dre, and he essentially blackmails Dre into giving him more products. 
Uh, and Dre's just like, man, I'm not working with you. You get caught too much. <laughs> I love that. I was like, wow. Both of the two people that have like so many sides to them that lie all the time. Like one of them is calling out exactly. the other liar. And uh, Tariq is like, oh, like you? Like I get caught too much? What about you? Dre's like, eh, I just trusted <laughs> the wrong people, you know? And then they start going back and forth. Uh, Dre promises him that, you know, once he's clean, once he no longer has the feds on his back, he'll, you know, let Tariq into his world. You know, you have my word, as he says. And Tariq is like, man, your word ain't worth jack. Give me the product. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so he basically tells Jay, if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to tell Tommy you're still alive. How about that? (laughs) And Dre's like, Mm, same mm -mm -mm. old Tariq. Gives him what he needs. Yeah. He actually was keeping product in his daughter's diaper bag. So there's that. (laughs) I mean, you know. That's that's probably decent of Dre, yeah. huh? Do what you gotta do. Move move that dough. <laughs> uh, and so he has basically he uses the whole time situation as leverage. He gets what he wants, and he kind of smoothly walks out of that meeting into another one. Um, so he actually has an interview at Collister Prep, which is a school, uh, a prestigious school within the city. Um, and I, this scene cracks me up because it's your classic interview. Like, you know, when, yes. <laughs> when interviewers ask you like, what's your greatest strength? What's your greatest weakness? And right. you give them these BS answers. Right. He was playing that thing on thick. I was like, but even his on. parents were because they're like, well, what, you know, what are Tariq's greatest yeah. assets? And, and they're like, oh, well, he's very independent. And he's ambitious and he thinks he can solve any problem. And they're talking about the fact that he's like wanting to be this drug lord, this drug, this kingpin. Right, right. But this is working so well for this interview. And I'm like, wow, right yeah, now. Wow. Through their teeth. And then, you know, the interviewer asked Tariq and he said, well, you know, what, what why, why this school? You know, you were at Chode. And he's just like, you know, and he, he uses the race thing. He's just like, well, you know, I just wanted to be in, in a more diverse school and I miss my connections and my ties to the city. And you know what I'm saying? So the guy's like, yeah, so we pride, like, no, we pride no, we ourselves no, we on diversity. Welcome to Callister Prep. Um, <laughs> so you're just sitting there like, wow, this, this kid, guy. This kid. Um, but the, he definitely finessed that interview, as did his parents. They they all did a great job knowing darn well that little boy. Yeah. You some, you some, some good actors knowing darn well that little boy ain't ish. Uh, so after after they get back from the interview, um, they start talking about you know the 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 syllabus and Tariq's like, man, this ain't nothing. I'm I'm this is nothing compared to Chode. I'm I can do this in my sleep. So Tasha's like, okay, boy, well. If that's the case, you better get straight A's. And then she ends up basically forcing Tariq to apologize to Ghost for everything. And on top of that, she makes him confess. So Tariq is like, Dad, I'm sorry. Another Oscar winning performance. I'm sorry uh, for yeah. everything. And, you know, I went to go see Uncle Tommy, but it was only to say goodbye. But Keisha saw me and she knows about the drugs and me stealing it. And I'm really scared. Can you take care of it for me? Can you talk to her for me? <laughs> I'm like, who believes this kid at this point? All he does is lie. Uh, they're done. At this point, it's like, you can't see the fact that this little boy is lying. <laughs> Yeah, like he's a he's an exact like I mean, ghost like you said, ghost didn't have a choice, but Tariq is basically like a baby ghost, and he the fact that he can't see this yeah, stuff he's is an like baffles me. Manipulator, completely selfish and self centered, and worried about himself. And I'm just sitting here watching this, and I want to punch him right through the screen, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, ghost later <laughs> meets with Keisha, and he meets her in a dark parking lot, very a la ghost. That's Ghost's. That's Ghost's jam. He likes to threaten people in parking lot. Yeah, at least he had a suit on this time. Um, so he offers her some money. And Keisha's like, "I ain't taking your money, boy. What? Like, looking all like, scary you as usual. <laughs> so obvious. <laughs> he's like, "Look, I'm not here to try to kill you. I don't want any of that. I just think you're not built for this lifestyle. You're not cut out for it. 
Like everyone's been saying, you're not cut out for this lifestyle. Here's a check. At the end of the day, you got to worry about cash. And you know for a fact that one day your loyalty to your son and to your man are going to be questioned. So just do yourself a favor. Take your kid, go someplace nice. I hear Atlanta's great this time of year. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) he walks away (laughs) smooth, smooth with it. And I think to a degree he got into her head a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah, she was Definitely. thinking about it. She was thinking. Uh, so that kind of wraps up that power bite. And this is a great segue into Keisha and Tommy, or as I like to call them. Yeah, I, I love this title great right value here. Go, ahead, go for it. it. <laughs> yes, that's my favorite title. Every outline. Just keep <laughs> no that shade title going. to Tommy because that's my boy, but him and Keisha, great value, Bonnie and Clyde. Great value, Jay Z and Beyonce. Yep. Just no. Uh, <laughs> so I'm with Keisha, it. I'm with it. you know, at the beginning of this episode, she's upset that they have no product and no money. So at this point, they basically used all their product to try to save Tariq, and all the money that they earned from all this product, they used for Tariq. Needless to say, Keisha's not pleased, and then she's fearful of the fact that Ghost knows about Proctor, so she wants to be done with that whole family, including Tariq. But because of everything that Tariq has done for Tommy, Tommy's like, no, I can't turn my back on that kid. He's like family. And Keisha's like, what? Family? Aren't me and Kasha family? (laughs) Like, how different. Yeah, her voice does go up a couple octaves when she talks. That's what I'm talking about. She's always scary. So Tommy's he's like, look, I'm done with the St. Patrick's. But at the end of the day... Tariq is my boy. I can't turn my back on him. It's not his fault he's like this. Kanan messed him up. Ghost messed him up. I'm just looking out. Keisha's like, I'm not trying to hear it, Tommy. I'm done. (laughs) So, you know, Tommy (laughs) smooths it over. He's just like, all right, Keish. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tariq is still going to be around, but I got you, Keish. Why don't you go, you know, count inventory or something? I'll take care of it. Um, So she's just like, okay, Tommy. And, uh... (laughs) Yeah, the fact that she said, okay, worries so, me about her. Uh, so basically, Keisha heads over to the warehouse. Um, before she gets there, 2-Bit, Spanky, and BG are basically also upset about the fact that they no longer have any product. Um, they can't exactly get any more product because Jason needs clean money up front. And they don't have any more money. Uh, so they're basically complaining about this. Yeah. And while they're arguing and upset... Uh, Tubit happens to see some boxes that are empty and he realizes that they're not only low on product, they got jacked. Um, They're like, yo, what's going on? And as they're saying this, Keisha walks in and she's like, what's up? What y'all looking at? And Tubit is like, oh, our product is gone. Somebody was in here. And Keisha said, who felt, who who noticed that? And Tubit's like, it was me. So Keisha's like, (laughs) that's real funny. I'm about to call Tommy. Tubit's like, what you calling Tommy for? She's like, I think it's real convenient that you happen to find products stolen. I think it was you that did it. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not now. Slow down now. If you call Tommy, you know how he's going to act. He's going to start acting crazy and it's not good for him. Keisha's like, well, he needs to start wild now. He needs to start acting crazy. I'm calling him. So Tubit, you know he kind of disrespectful. He grabs Keisha. Yeah. Yeah. And BG and Spanky were like, whoa, 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 whoa. You out of line, fam. Calm down. Tupin is always out of line. Like, I'm so curious to know where his storyline is going because he is just always out of pocket, in my opinion. Like, he's always exactly. doing something where I'm like, that's way extra. Keisha shakes him off. She's like, that's it. I'm calling Tommy. He going to see all of y'all. And Spanky's like, all of us? <laughs> all of us? <laughs> And she walks out pissed off. BG's like, come on, man. Why would you do that? Why would you put hands on her? And Spanky's like, keep your hands to yourself, man. Didn't your mama ever teach you anything? They just, they crack me up. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. It's like Tupin is always doing something. And they just, their comebacks yeah, they're, are they're, hilarious look, They don't want Tommy smoke. Tommy will kill you for lust. Yeah, which two bit? You yeah, think two bit would learn that though? Spanky don't want no parts. He don't want no smoke. BG, you know that's Tommy's is like his almost like his dad. The way he acts, he don't want to upset. Yeah, because yeah, so, BG is always there. Nah, yeah. They don't want no parts of that. 
So later in the episode, Tommy actually meets up with Jason and he's introduced to his West Coast distro. This guy, I didn't catch his name, but he's um, uh, from a gang called Los Reyes. And they seem to be on equal footing, Tommy and this man. Um, they go yeah, they got equal yeah. swag happening in this scene. It's very, you know, very, yeah, you know, very interesting going on. Interesting interaction. Right. They didn't really and say anything, but you can just see it. Very impressed with the fact that Tommy moves so much weight in twenty four hours. Um, and he's like, you know, do you do you have a yep. a partner or anything like that? And Tommy's like, nah, I work alone. Dude's like, yeah, me too. And you know, I like how he was just like, oh, how do you know how we bang out on the West Coast? And Tommy's like, I don't know, but I love that West, you know, that Cali swag. I just, I just like their little, their little rapport back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was a fantastic dialogue between them. And like I said, it's like very little, but it was just something about the two right. actors that was really working in that we scene. may see this cat in the next set of power episodes um, for, right. I hope so. I hadn't got to. I hadn't got to watch that exactly. yet. So I, I hope he's one mean, of the people that come back. I was his look. I was like, okay, Chula. I was with it. But... Yeah, yeah. I was, I was with it too. I was with you. I was like, we need some more distros right, with swag. Need okay, we need some more swag because Julio is gone. Julio, Julio dead. Yeah, and Dang, I need more Julio. Latinos in this yeah. episode. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they gotta, they gotta. Because Tommy that, they gotta killed all of them. Honestly, he killed. <laughs> yeah, really, really. I'm like, how? Listen, I'm so nervous for this episode, this tenth episode. Like his body yeah. count is ridiculous. Exactly. So it's crazy. <laughs> we'll see if we'll see this 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 Papi Chulo later down the line. Um, but I, I thought that scene was interesting. Yeah. I- he might be good uh, competition with Tommy. He, he might actually be worse than Tommy. You know how they get down on the West Coast. So who knows? Who knows? Yep. Uh, <laughs> so Tommy ends up back at home uh, <laughs> at the loft. I feel like they're like living between both their homes because sometimes they're at her crib and sometimes they're at his place. But they're back at the loft. Um, and Keisha starts to tell yeah. him about 2-Bit. She's like, let me tell you about this dude 2-Bit. And Tommy's like, what happened? She's like, well, I confronted him about the fact that he may have stolen product and he put his hands on me. And Tommy's like, what? He put his hands on you? Oh, he's been asking for it. And then he got the nerve to steal from me? Oh, okay. All right. And Keisha's like, no, wait, Tommy. I don't think I don't think it was him. I think that's I think that's why he got upset and put his hands on me. I think it was Tariq. Tommy's like, what? He's like, Tariq stopped by. He mentioned that he he knew about your, you know, your warehouse. I think it was him. Tommy's like, no, ain't no way he would lie to me. And Keisha's like, are you serious right now? Just like he lied to you about the mm-hmm. fact that he wouldn't deal drugs anymore or the fact that he set up Canaan or a million other things that that little boy did. Like, he is not the kid that you knew grew up, growing up. Like, you have to, like, really look at reality here. Tommy's like, no, nah, he wouldn't do that. Like, no, no, I'll ask him myself. I'll prove it. And you're just like, oh, mm. yeah, this is gonna be bad. I'm just thinking. I'm just shaking my head. Like, please don't prove it. I do it. not know. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, I don't know if he like went back to his live and then went <laughs> back to the warehouse. But there's kind of like a little bit of time that passes, and he he's back at the warehouse. Um. I mean, because he's not gonna let the let go of the fact that Tubit put hands on Keisha. So he calls him in for a meeting, and he's like, right. "You know what? Keisha told me what happened, and I believe I believe you guys. I don't think you stole the product, but guess what? You put hands on my woman, and for that, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you live, but you're off my team." He basically fires him. <laughs> so Tubit's out, and Spanky's like, "Me too, big bro." <laughs> And Tommy's like, get your ass up <laughs> out of here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's and He's like, yep, man, yep. The, a man's biggest downfall is a woman. Look what Adam, look, look what happened with Adam and Eve. Don't bite the apple. Don't bite the apple, Tommy. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> no, he did not. When he brought up Adam, Eve, I was, like, was gone after that. I was gone. 
I was just laughing so hard. Yeah, I was like, did he really just throw that in there? Fool. So, of course, BG doesn't get fired because he's loyal. But Two-Bit and Spanky, they hot. They're like, yo, yeah. F Tommy. After all we did for him, that's how you going to do us? We, sh- You know what? We should get back at him. We should we should get back into his good graces. How about we smoke ghosts? I'm like, bruh. I was like, okay, I mean, there go the body count. Up y'all again. are not about to take out ghosts. Tommy can barely handle ghosts. You think y'all gonna take out ghosts? Um, so then let's start like right. to brainstorm. They're like, you know what? You know who else we could get? Dre. They're like, yeah, we could deliver Dre to Tommy. Tuba's like, nah, I'm a smoking myself. They're like, no, no, no. Spanky's like, nah, man. Do like we did Alicia Jimenez. Deliver Dre to Tommy. And then Tommy gets to kill him. They're like, yeah. And then whoa, you still cool with that dude, Mozzie? And they're like, yeah, I'm still cool with him. Like, what if we get him to go to Keisha's shop, shake her up a little bit, then we can get rid of her too. They dumb. I was like, the dumbest we'll, idea We'll let ever. them have it. You know, they're brainstorming. They're not, <laughs> they're just pretty mad ass. You know what I'm saying? They're not distros. They, 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 they ain't the brains of the operation, but we'll let them live. Uh, <laughs> so they try to put that plan into place. <laughs> Uh, but in the meantime, Tommy confronts Tariq. And I actually love this scene. And I, I should have put this as part of the wake up call segment. Um, the wake up call power bike. But <laughs> yeah, because he was definitely, yeah. But I don't but know it was more about Tommy, sure, right? You know, so it was definitely Tommy all about Tommy. Up with Tariq on top of a building. That should have been his first sign that something was about to go left. But Tariq is dumb. Yeah. No, you never meet Tommy never, on top never of Never ends roof. up well for anybody. I'm just so Tommy confronts him and he's like, Tariq, I need you to tell me the truth. Were you in my warehouse? Did you steal my product? And Tariq is like, I don't know what you're talking about, Uncle Tommy. What? Why would it steal from you? <laughs> and Tommy's like, Come on, man, don't lie to me. He's like, No, Kanan gave me it. Kanan gave it to me. Like, he's always throwing Kanan under the bus. Kanan can't defend himself. He's dead, bruh. Yeah, yeah, he, he so gonna use Kanan like, for everything no, he can. Don't lie to me, Tariq. Just tell me the truth. He's like, I know that it was you. When you set up that Uber for me, all you had to do was Google the location. I know this was you. Just tell me the truth. Tariq is just like, okay, Uncle Tommy. I did it. Okay? And I'm so sorry. I'll never do it again. Tommy's like, okay, was that so hard? And you know when Tommy's calm, that's a problem. <laughs> So Tommy yeah, snatches like, oh, up Tariq, here we go. takes a little behind, and hangs him off a building. Tariq is like, whoa, Uncle Tommy, what you doing? Let me go. Tommy's like, after everything I did for you, you steal from me? That's how you're going to do me? You're dead to me. Stay away from me. We're done. So, I mean, I thought, like, maybe he would lose it and just kind of send him over that rooftop, but I was disappointed. <laughs> That would have been the one time, and now I'm not saying he would have been able to do anything because Tommy is his own like entity and himself becoming on the show. But I feel like that would have been the one time where I would have been scared for yeah, Tommy. Ghost definitely. If Ghost would have found that out, because right. I feel like it that takes you to another level. You know, I'm not a parent, but I feel like that takes you to another. Even though we all know Tariq got issues and he just want to be about this gangster life, and that's what happens to gangsters. I mean, a lot of them are hanging over the roof because they either got their money stole, they don't know where the drugs are going, and so you know that happens. But I'm like, if he would have went over that roof, would have been that would have been a but Tommy I next. Feel like like Ghost would understand movie? because he stole his product, and at this point, his son is not really his son. Like he loves him, but he knows that little boy ain't ish. Um, I would fear for Tommy because of Tasha. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tasha, yeah, Tasha, yeah. Tasha, Tasha would be on another level too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know Ghost would be upset, but I feel like he would almost understand if Tasha caught one of the fact yeah. that Tommy killed Tariq. Ooh, yeah, Tasha. Yeah, she she would be a whole different person. Yeah, she. But also, Ghost Ghost gets on my nerves though because I don't know if he fully understands. Because I don't know why he thought that little scare straight thing and then that like super because loud whispering and hiding I mean, was going to work. At the end of the day, I don't think he truly knows how rotten his son is. He thinks that maybe 
with the right direction. He'll be on the right path. But Tariq is so far gone. There ain't no coming back from it. And Tommy knows this. At this point, Tommy knows that's the case. Right. So he wants no parts of Tariq. He's done trying to save him. Yeah. You're on your own, kid. And and that's not it. And he almost had that Holly look in his eyes a little bit. You know, thank God Tariq wasn't (laughs) what happened to Holly, but he had that look in his Mm -hmm. eyes, you know, like, because usually he just goes and like takes care of the person. He's like this close to pushing. Yeah, he had that look like where he just truly hurt. Like, (laughs) you just got to go because I just got that animal instinct that I just can't take what you just did to me. Like, you know, he just like, but he, I don't know what it was. Tariq got somebody watching over him because he had, he definitely had that look in his eyes. Something because that boy's been dead a long time ago. Could be the power writer. Got somebody watching out for him. (laughs) Courtney Kemp did say, you know, he's one of her favorites. So. She's saving him. Um, yep, so later, saving him. Keisha's at her weave shop, and um, this dude Mozzie comes in oh, and tries Lord. to scare her off, but it goes left because the dude got a little bit too rough for Keisha, and Keisha, because she's scary, <laughs> shot him. <laughs> and the one gangster thing, Keisha, yeah, she, she I was officially like, she has got a body count, body. She on the list, um, and. She, <laughs> So she, you know, she accidentally gets clipped by Masi. He, um, I think he tries to scare her with a knife and he accidentally, like, you know, catches her in the arm. So yeah, yeah. Masi ain't cool so about this. She needs to get a giant bag that, that Tommy got her and gets that giant Glock and shoots him dead. And I said, okay, okay, Keisha, you, you was a little wobbly there, but you got the job done. Um, and so she's freaking out. She's calling Tommy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Two bit and Spanky got the drop on Dre. They put him into the back of a well, the back of a car in a trunk, and they deliver him like a present to Tommy. Tommy's like, okay, opens the trunk, sees, yep. sees Dre there. He takes his gun out. And he's about <laughs> to like pop him, but of course he gets the call from Keisha, so he has to go. And you know, Dre, Dre is another one that's kind of lucky. He's still alive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She must like him too. Look, I feel about Rotimi, so I'm cool with it. I'm cool. He's fine. I'm. Yeah, yeah, Mister. I think I think his fan yeah, base Mr. is working for him. Butterscotch he's fine. You can know, get his, it. Everybody thinking he's fine. Um, but Dre, not so much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Dre. He's a snitch. But Rotimi, <laughs> good in my book. Um, so. <laughs> So Tommy goes back to the weave shop. He sees Keisha all upset. Keisha's like, oh my God, go set a hitter after me. Tommy's just like, I can't believe he did that. Keisha, it's going to be okay. <laughs> Look, I was like, really, Tommy, killed. right now? Yeah, right. but why would Ghost, Ghost would show up in a hoodie himself. Why would he send somebody? I was like, Tommy, you're going to have to get it together for me. I need you to yeah, stop. Don't definitely. be trying to join Keisha in this scary moment right himself now. himself with gloves and a hoodie and take care of Keisha. No problem. Um, so he's right. just like, look, Keisha, we're going to do this. We're going to get through this together. Let's, you know, just pick up the legs, get the body, and I promise you, it'll be all over after this. No one will ever hurt you. I got you. I got you, Keisha. And I'm just like, I don't want a man that loves me like that. <laughs> they tell you to pick up the legs. That, that part got me. That part where I would have been like, uh, we don't have other it people so for romantic. that. Like that, that's what would have got uh, me. <laughs> what? How is that romantic? Tell her to pick up the legs. That buries I, I, bodies I together stays together. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness let's well, just move on to the next yeah, time there, right? yeah. uh, we're still it. on this one um oh my gosh all right all right let's go back to this uh, 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 this is the last piece was, of the bite uh, um, so tommy after cleaning up the whole mess uh he rushes back over to jason's warehouse where jason is having a meeting with ghosts he's like what the f ghosts this is what you're doing now? You're trying to replace me? What are you doing, Jason? Like, he's just going off on everybody. <laughs> and Jason's like, because at this point, <laughs> Ghost is pleading his case about Dre, about Dre being the new distro. 
Jason's kind of like, okay, I'm hearing you. But Tommy's like, uh-uh, that's not how it's going down. That's how you're going to do me. So Jason's like, you know what? I'm sick of this. This isn't working. All right. First, you know what? Ghost Tommy, you now work together. All right. And if you guys don't work for me, I'll double your payments. If you do work for me, I'll cut the tags, all right? If either one of you shows up dead, the other one is getting gone too, all right? Like, he basically tells them, like, you guys are tied together. You're working together. <laughs> if Ghost shows up dead, Tommy, you're dead too. If Tommy shows up dead, Ghost should dead too. I feel like we make more money in peace. So let's do this. Stop arguing, you know, stop arguing like little kids. This is how we're going to do it. Shut up. And I was like, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm Jason, with Jason. I mean, he, he really has all the cards right now. Really so, yeah. is a smart man. Right, right. Like, I, I'm scared to know how deep his connections run. Like, I'm scared. The most clever, you know, kingpin uh, head of an organization that I've ever seen. He makes Lobos look, look like a little kid. Uh, right. This man definitely knows what he's doing. So, eh. mm. They can just swoop in like anybody that can just swoop in and just take all your money and you just sitting there like with your mouth open. It's just like, I mean, that's like top level for me. Yeah, he, he's definitely up there in, 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 in kingpin history. Jason's a smooth yep. cat, smooth operator. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this next power bite I titled Dirty Tate. Because <laughs> he just is. He just dirty. And I was down. waiting for this moment. I was so waiting for this moment because I thought they had, I thought the writers or whatever had forgot about her. They weren't really going to focus on it. I was waiting mm-hmm. for it. Yes, yeah, so uh, Derek, if you guys remember, is one of the campaign managers on 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 Tate's uh, in Tate's office, and Derek is waiting around for Tate because they have a photo opportunity um, related to Dre and his daughter Heaven being reunited. If you remember from the last few episodes, well, Ramona's looking for Tate, and she's also looking for Cassandra. Derek puts two and two together and realizes, yeah, they're both gone. So. He goes back to his apartment and catches Tate giving his wife the business. There's really no other way. <laughs> yeah, it's really no other way to say that. There's yeah. really no nice way to say it. Um, so naturally, Derek is upset. I, I can't really blame him. And Tate's, <laughs> Tate, I hate him. Tate's like, Derek, now Derek, I realize you're upset. <laughs> and I know this is a bad time, but don't do anything that you're going to regret. Derek's like, you Tate and F you right. Cassandra like this is how y'all gonna do me Sandra's so like Tate is the worst the worst Sandra's so like honey look you knew this was over for a long time I was gonna tell you after the campaign Dara's like I'm not trying to hear it I'm done you think you think that Tate's gonna be governor now after this okay I got something for y'all now I'm gonna steal <laughs> all my secrets all the research I did I'm going to give it to the competitor and Tate's like Derek come back <laughs> You can't do nothing about that. Stupid. <laughs> you know, that's that's when you think with your with your little head instead of your big head. That's when it gets you yep, in trouble. Yep. So, yeah, that gets a lot of it gets a lot of guys. So, I mean, it's fine. Tate suits up. Uh and they and he ends up at back at the office and they have there's a lovely reunited moment with, with Dry in Heaven. Um, you know, he was able to pull some strings. And now sex doesn't have any leverage on Dre. Well, according to Dre. You know, they have a great photo op. Tate looks good. Ghost looks good. Everybody's happy. Well, everyone except Ramona. <laughs> because she knows <laughs> that Tate slept with someone on his staff. So she's like, are you dumb? Like, of all the women in the world, you choose someone that's married and works for you. Like, like who does that? And Sax is like, look. I got the magic stick. I don't know what to tell you. You know, he's just so arrogant. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, Tate, I just, I don't even know what to say about him no more. So Ramona's pissed. She like walks away um, and Ghost comes in and he's gloating. He's like, ah, so I heard about your little situation. <laughs> and Tate's like, laugh it up all you want. Because if this gets out, not only will it affect me, but it'll affect you. Derek has mm. a lot of information, Okay. A lot of information. So he's insinuating that Derek knows about ghosts being ghosts, essentially. It's like, so I need you to find a way to silence him. Ghost is like, okay, that's fine. Think you can make a call? Do you know anyone on the board at uh, Callister Prep? 
And Tate's like, my can't say the word on the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they they shake hands and obviously the phone call worked because uh, Tariq was accepted into Callister Props. But here's the thing. As smart as Tate is, Ghost is smarter. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so he actually follows Tariq into or follows Tariq, follows Derek into a parking lot, his signature move. Derek is like, you know what, Ghost, I'm not about to be intimidated by you. Just just leave me alone. And Ghost you know, gives him an offer that he can't refuse. And we later find out um that it was offering him a a job as a new project manager on the QCP project along with a higher salary a very quick divorce no contest divorce and no legal fees nice yes and ramona's like i got the hookup ramona's like that's fair let me get you an nda and speaking of ndas uh ramona also talks to cassandra and She's telling Cassandra, you know, this man is not for you. I've been here before. He's just going to, you know, use you and lose you. He's going to be done with you. And Cassandra's like, do you honestly think that I want to marry Tate? <laughs> like, yeah, the sex is great, but I only believe 65% of the things he tells me. He is not what I want. And so Ramona's like, well, what do you want? A congressional seat, maybe? So... They end up kind of working it out. They decide to offer her Flatbush. Um, she signs an NDA and she's basically paid off, essentially. Not too bad. Not too shabby. And Yeah, I like that. Because I really thought she was trying to be like Mrs. Tate. I was like, girl, do not do this. Because right. he ain't. I could see him moving on to the next girl. Like, give it a couple months. Exactly. Um, and then Ramona throws some shade at the girl. She's like, you know, if you'll easily win Flatbush because of your looks. And your drive. And Cassandra goes, you didn't say intelligence. She's like, and I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just be happy. I I, I like Ramona. I like Ramona. She's pretty good about books. She's pretty good about it. I mean, and Cassandra was right about Tate. Because when Cassandra goes back and tells Tate about, or sorry, when Ramona goes back and tells Tate about Cassandra, uh, Tate actually pushes up on Ramona. He's like, you know what? <laughs> we are both single and we'd be a great team. Mona's like, no, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was through with Tate after the scene. I was like, can we just cut and move on? I was through with him after this. Yeah, he's like, look, I get it. You haven't had the magic stick. Ramona's like, nah, Cassandra gave you great reviews, but I'm good. I, I kind of have my eyes on someone else. And he's like, look, we could be a great couple. It's not even about sex. It's about power. It's about money. We'll kill two birds with one very big stone. And I was like, ew, he's so yeah, gross. Yeah. <laughs> he is. <laughs> like, I'm like, make, make this scene over quicker. I'm like, we're done. A little bit of always try to overcompensate. Just sit down somewhere. Yep. yep. Ugh, can't stand it. So anyways, Ramona declines. Um, and that's when a uh, ghost walks in with Derek and they have their whole little plan. So Dirty Tate is kind of losing this episode everybody kind of got a one-up on him and i'm okay with that because i don't like him yeah <laughs> yeah he, he needs to continue to be knocked down a pig just go ahead and like you know i mean i guess by now he's gonna be in office or get in office so we just need to keep knocking him down so he get it exactly and actually the but the hardest thing that cracked me up is when he proposed to ramona she was like Nigga, please. And you know, you ain't never hear Ramona kind of talk yeah. any kind of way, but straight and narrow. So when she was like, Nigga, right. please, I ain't marrying you. Get out of here. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but she was, she was saying what we were all thinking because he was just really teeing himself up. Just to, like, I thought she was going to slap him or something because he was just really just throwing it on thick. Like he was just the best thing ever. Yeah, he's not. He ain't all that. I ain't, I ain't with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, let's, I'm like, just be done. Yeah, good for you, Ramona. Good for you. Um, yeah. Um, so this next power bite, I'm going to call Mousetrap. Um, a few mice got trapped this episode. Uh, so Blanca, who I'm slowly starting to like a little bit because now she's really on the good, you know, on the good side. Now she's really yeah, not yeah. kind of being overzealous. She's actually doing her job. Uh, so she tells, you know, the team at, at the U.S. Attorney's Office that Tariq failed to mention that Proctor and his daughter, Elisa Marie, were guests at the penthouse. They didn't just show up. 
Um, and everyone finds that really interesting, including Sax. Um, and as Sax leaves the meeting, Warner approaches Blanca and he wants her to investigate Sax. And Blanca's like, well, all due respect, I only came here, I only joined this team to investigate the murder of Angela Valdez. And Warner's like, oh, that's so sweet. It's not an, it's not a suggestion. <laughs> You're going to investigate that. <laughs> Um, because I was like, I was like, poured out for sex because he gonna get got after this. Because you know, Blanca, she don't stop. She don't stop. And Warner was very clear. You know, almost every single person that's related to sex has turned up dead. So clearly, something is not right, and he wants it investigated. And Blanca is definitely the person to ask. Uh, so she ends up talking to Elisa Marie, um, and she asks Elisa Marie how she got to Benny's, and Elisa Marie tells her, you know, Tariq. Tariq took me. Blanca's like out the back door. And Lisa Marie's like, yeah. And then she starts to question her further. But apparently Blanca had Elisa Marie's book bag in the office. And Elisa Marie notices that the unicorn is gone. So Mm. she takes that moment to cry out and goes, oh my God, my unicorn is missing. And Blanca's like, what are you talking about? She's like, the unicorn that mommy gave me. She she made sure I had it every day before I left for school. And this perks up, you know, Blanca's spidey senses. She's like, whoa, what where's why is there an emphasis on this unicorn so she you know she thinks hmm maybe i should check sack's office so she goes to sack's office she rummages through his desk she finds a unicorn right yeah i was like oh here we go as she's walking out of the office she runs into sacks i was like no (laughs) but she was smooth she was smooth smooth about it and she's like yeah talk to lisa marie turns out to reek left you know let her out the building sex like uh it's probably gonna be another dead (laughs) end and monica's like ah we'll, we'll get him and she smoothly walks away um <laughs> so you know at this point Sax is toast. He's toast. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, of course he has more things, more bad things that he needs to do. So he meets up with Dre in a church. And <laughs> Dre is like, What do you want? You don't own me anymore. I have my daughter back. And Sax is like, Yeah, you could go home, that's fine, but just don't there'll be police there. Dre's like, What? Yeah. I'm going to have you arrested for the murder of Maria Suarez if you don't give me information. If you don't give me something that leads me to convicting ghost. <sighs> Dre is like, are you serious right now? And he makes him wear an ankle bracelet. <laughs> I was like, no, not the ankle bracelet right now. Cold blooded. And then he bends down. He puts the ankle brace around his ankle. And he's like, I now declare you my lawfully wedded snitch. <laughs> and I was mm, like, mm-mm-mm. I can't stand this guy, but he does have funny lines. Um, yeah, yeah, he got some lines. Yeah, definitely. And then later in the episode, um, as we talked about, Ghost met up with Jason to try to convince Jason to take on Dre. You know, and Jason seems to be on board with it, but obviously we know that goes left. Um, and so <laughs> Sax ends up getting chewed the f out by warner after blanca plays the recording on the unicorn <laughs> so they realized that sax had a bug in this woman's home and lisa's home uh Lindsay's home and they have a recording of proctor essentially allowing Lindsay to die so it's like it's just all a mess and sax caused all of it all of it so Warner's like, at this yeah. point, you're fired. You're definitely never going to be a lawyer ever again. And right. you will be arrested and you will go to jail. Yeah. Sax has a problem of, he's that, he's that dude that hides stuff that he probably shouldn't hide. Like he thinks he's really killing it and doing it. But as soon as everybody finds it out, it's like, no, you're the bad guy. You're not really chasing bad guys. You're the bad guy because you have all this stuff come out. You could have just told us to begin He's with. He's completely unethical. Everything he does is illegal. Yeah. And as I said before, I don't think he really is out to get bad guys. He's out for an ego boost. You know, he wants to be the yeah. man. But he could simply, he could, well, he could still do that and get away with it if he was not. I don't know. It's just like, it's like he's horrible at 
it's like he's sneaky, but not sneaky, I guess. Because it's like he, if he, if they would have known about some of the stuff he was trying to do, if he would have pulled the proper channels, he'd be fine. Right. Because, you know, he's trying to go after ghosts. But he keeps doing these little, like, stupid things. And then Warner finds out about it. And he's like, are you trying to continue to sink this department? Or Right. But that's the thing. If he ran those things by Warner, Warner would say no, because it's unethical. <laughs> so Warner, even though he wants to win, he's by the book. So that's why Sachs wants to get around yeah. him. He did the same thing when Tamika was the head of the department so there's yeah but to me except for Tamika like went roll with him a little bit not too much um but you know at the end of the day Sax is dead wrong he's unethical he's mad illegal there's really nothing you can say positive about the man except for the fact that he happens to be on the right team but he really is a bad guy uh so yeah like I'm wondering how many episodes he has left. Like I'm I'm interested to figure out because I I think I I think um I remember he, uh Kemp saying like Courtney Kemp saying one time that she thought he or they had a plan maybe him for him to leave earlier, but I guess he kind of stuck with people. Like I guess his hunt, his revenge, or ego boost for ghosts. Yeah, because uh, as I said before, there was another similar character on the show, Mock, that ended up leaving last season. Right, yeah, true, um, true, yeah, yeah. Sex is just especially diabolical. Although I feel like Mock is just as bad. I think they're just both terrible, and they just ended up going with Sex because he's kind of like the mm. white guy that you want to hate versus Mock that was like I another minority. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing that out there. Um, but that they, can make sense. Yeah, that make that can make sense for how they wanted to set it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Mock was great too, and and they all had great exchanges with Proctor. So I'll miss that. You know, their their back and forth banter. Uh, but yeah, Sax is toast. Um, and we will definitely see how that transpire in the next episode. Uh, so meanwhile, another another mouse trap. Uh, Dre <laughs> is basically at the mercy of two bit Spanky and BG. They can't really off him because they realize he has an ankle bracelet. So that ankle bracelet kind of saved his life. He kind of has to thank yeah. Sax for that. What did Sax just do something? Not intentionally. Uh, and so <laughs> two bit and Spanky kind of get distracted because they haven't heard back from Mozzie, who is dead at this point. Um, Keisha killed him. And so they kind of leave Dre with BG. Terrible idea. Because as sweet and yeah, loyal terrible. as BG is, he's not very bright. And yeah. so Dre mm. kind of puts on an Oscar performance. And he tells BG he's scared. You know, he knows he's going to die. He just wants to call his daughter. Can he please have BG's phone? So BG bends over like a dummy and agrees. And as he's bending over to get his phone... <laughs> Dre somehow gets a drop on him and shoots him dead in his head. And I was like, no, BG. Yeah, BG is just, yeah, he is way too loyal and nice. Poor BG. Like, that never that never lasts in shows like this. But, um, like, man, I guess he had a good run, but I'm going to miss yeah, BG. My gentle giant. He was doing so good on his Weight Watchers. I just. I know. My God. Man, that's just messed up. Somebody trying to get their life straight on Weight Watchers. She's going to yeah, take him out. He never got to be skinny not fair mm, mm. <laughs> and so that you know with that we pour one out for bg another loyal one gone yep. um and so this brings us to our final moments of of the episode so we're, i'm gonna tie up these loose ends here so when ramona <laughs> and ghost are at truth once again not partying just like truth flirting having a drink they're celebrating their their victory <laughs> against tate um they're interrupted by tommy Tommy's like, beat it, lady. <laughs> which, which I actually would love to see like a face off against Ramona and Tommy, because Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah Ramona's be, yeah. a tough chick. I don't think Tommy will do anything mm-hmm. for her. Like she's like, boy, get out of my face. But Yeah, they, they would just trade insults to the just be like, okay, yeah, let's, let's move, move on. on. So Ramona leaves. Uh so Tommy and Ghost have it out. And Tommy's like, I can't believe you sent a hit at a to, to kill Keisha. And Tom, and Ghost is like, wait, wait, what? Why would I send a hit at <laughs> to kill Keisha? Like that that doesn't even make any sense. And Tommy's just like, okay, well, uh, uh, you know, he can't really it, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna say, come on, Tommy now. Come on. You know, good well, he got the gloves yeah. and the hoodie. I'm like, like get real. if anything. 
you know, Ghost did try to pay her off, but he would never be as sloppy as to send a hitter after Keisha. He, you know, he would do yeah. the job himself. So they end up, you know, because they kind of have to work together and, you know, they got past the whole Keisha Mozzie situation. They decide, you know what, you know what you got to do. They decide what what they've always done before when they were under someone that they didn't want to be under. They killed him, right? So they basically plan to set up Jason and take him out. I mean, it took them like a whole like how many episodes seven. we on now? Like you, I'm like they needed seven episodes to figure out they need to take yeah, out Jason. I mean, they had other things on their minds. <laughs> they couldn't help themselves. Angelica, Angelica, you need to have Jason on your mind, okay? Because he's about to go after these two, and they just been playing. Well, they've been around. trying to kill each other. Like, they've oh. been trying to kill each other. Oh no. Now we got to take out Jason. Yeah, well, they've okay. been trying to kill each other. Eagles have been in a way. Tommy didn't want to work with, with Ghost and vice versa. And then they had the whole Tariq debacle. So, you know. Um, this is why I'm team Tasha right now. They do too much. They do too much. I'm just, Thugs are going to thug. Uh, and so... <laughs> <laughs> That's the slogan of the show. I like that. Thugs gonna thug. And so Tommy gets back to the house and he talks to Keisha. Um, and he tells her everything's gonna be all right. He takes her on a long drive to a very familiar home. He buys her this brand new house in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. It looks very familiar. It looks like the house from Home Alone, but that's just me. I'm not sure if that's the case. <laughs> it does. I don't think about it. <laughs> I don't even think about that. That's hilarious. He might have bought her the McCallum. Please let it be the Home Alone house. Please let he, it be the Home Alone well, house. We can verify that next week, but he probably bought her the McAllister house, which is in Chicago. But hey, who's who's counting here? Who's I'm counting with here? I'm with it. But I mean, Joseph Sakura is from Chicago, so that works. But anyways, he mm-hmm. buys a brand new house and she's like, oh my God, Tommy, you bought me a house. I love you. And he's like, yeah, Keisha, we out of here there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got you. Ain't no one gonna hurt you again, baby. <laughs> it's just, it's cute. I was like, oh, they cute. It's not gonna last, but thank you. Um, <laughs> and then the very last scene. Um, yes, this is my scene right here. I don't know right if I'm Tasha for this because as a mother, I just can't rock with this. But... They're back at Tisha's play, uh, Tisha's, Keisha, Tasha's. I don't, I'm getting all their names mixed up. Let's, let's blend Tisha. them. I think we should blend them. Um, Tasha is, uh, yep. she's, she's back at her apartment with, with Tariq and they're having a, a heart to heart. And basically Tariq is trying to explain everything he's done. And Tasha's like, you know what, baby, I'm not trying to hear it anymore. You are doing too much. You're going to get yourself killed. You're my son. You're my only son. I'm going to have to look out for you. So you know what? I'm going to teach you the game. I really like that line. I, that could just be me, but I really, I think I just like the way it was delivered. Yeah, maybe was, at the end, like, and then it was like the closing face, scene. And face as you put it, lots of face. Yeah, face, and, yeah. I mean, I think it makes sense. Um, Tasha is for her son. Um, she's. Mm-hmm. An enabler, as I said, instead of helping him out the game, she's helping him into the game. And Tariq has been begging Ghost for the longest time. Ghost, teach me the mother effing game. Teach me the game. And it's kind of ironic that instead of it being Ghost, it's Tasha. Baby, I'm going to teach you the game. Because Tasha reminds me of the typical, like... Or the or the people are like, you know, the moms that I'm used to, the aunties, you know, that you have that can just read everything about you. And sometimes like sometimes like like I, I know that sometimes I was able to get away with stuff with my mm-hmm. dad a little bit because, you know, you could say certain things. But when I came to my mom, I wasn't get away with nothing right. like she was going to read everything that I was going to do. So I just like the way she was like, I understand Tariq like he's not giving up this life. So I'm just going to have to teach him how to do it the right way. Yeah, that is really bad logic but it makes sense but doesn't because i'm just like huh why don't you just be him like there there has to be a way outside of teaching yeah i mean well i'm not i guess i'm giving a perspective that's not a mom because i'm not a mom so take that with a grain of salt listeners however you would have put that but i just thought it was interesting how her approach worked like every everybody throughout the episode was taking a different approaches and I don't think any any of the nothing was sinking because Tariq is going to be a gangster whether because he, he's just going to do what he wants right. to do. And so she was like, "Well, I need to show you." You know, unfortunate for her because you know she I'm sure she wish she would have had other choices, but she you know she helped Ghost along to do stuff. So she's like, "Well, I need to help my son because he's going to get killed." I mean, I feel like he's not even going to make it to the point where 
you know, Ghost and made it because he's not that smart yet. Like he thinks he is. But I understand her where she's coming from. She doesn't want her son to die. But at the end of the day, you have to let that boy go. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like you can't encourage it. Like saying, you know, son, I'm gonna teach you the I game. I can see that side too. Yeah, I can see teach that side game too, to yeah. avoid you getting killed because you're making dumb mistakes. No, you go. You come down harder on him. You get his dad involved. You get everyone involved. You lock him up if you need to. You know what I'm saying? Put him in a room somewhere. Like you have to do something to break this boy down. You got to break him all the way down. And I think he was at his breaking point once. Ghost turned on him and Tommy, you know what I'm saying? But he should decide that, eh, let me just teach, let me just, let me just help him out here. And for that, I get it. And I think it's a great plot device. And I think it's going to be really interesting to see her try to teach her son. But as a, yeah, they, they're never going to use that as a good as plot a device. mother yeah. and as a parent, I'm just like, Keisha, that is, ter- that's like parents that, are, I'll compare it to parents that smoke and drink with their kids, right? And, and their excuses. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. if they're going to do it, I'd rather them do it in the house. At least they're safe in the house. That yeah, is ass-backwards yeah. parenting, and that is enabling, and that's not a good thing. But for the purposes of the show, I'll allow it because it's a plot device <laughs> that's interesting, so I'll let it go. But, yeah, the mom and me is just like, Keisha, you, I mean, Tasha, let's see, I'm getting all my moms mixed up. You just... Yeah. Yeah, for the um, yeah, for this for this show, I'm very interested because I was waiting to see something shift because I was right. tired of it. I was like, Tariq is just gonna be Tariq, and I was waiting to see. So I think this is gonna be very interesting for being for Tasha's character. But yeah, if you're talking realistic, yeah, yeah no, do not ever parent like that. You need to go yeah. get your kids some help. But for this show, for the show, it worked. You know, it's very interesting how they're gonna have these two characters exactly. play with each other. So that wraps up the episode. It was. It was interesting. It, it definitely gets real in the next episode. Um, and I can't wait to dive into that. But before, <laughs> but oh, before we man. go, do you have anything for us, Ryan? Um, oh, yeah. I was 